to the One 101 Podcast. On this show, we break down high-performing strategies, influential interviews, and try to develop discipline, mindset, and character traits. Please welcome your mostly Latino, somewhat literate host, Juan Guadarrama. Strain gang, what's up my peoples? We got a sponsorship, real. Listen up, get my supplements at maxeffortmuscle.com. You know your boy messes with the pre-workout 4 a.m. training sessions. Gotta get going. Non-training days or if I need a little bit uppers in the afternoon, strongcoffeecompany.com. I'm the morning fix guy, that red latte. You can have it hot, you can have it cold, ready to mix, drink. You don't have to brew your coffee, has added benefits of collagen. Have you been taking a peek? I've been rocking 10,000, 10,000 shorts is my ish right now. I like the seven inch seam, no liner, please. Sorry, boys, gotta keep it fresh. Like the colors, material, I can do my powerlifting, I can play soccer in it, I can do my CrossFit stuff in it. For max effort muscle, use code 1G. Strong Coffee Company, 1G. 10,000, the whole last name, Guadarrama, G-U-A-D-A-R-R-A-M-A. If you missed all that, check out the show notes. Let's talk about physical and mental training. I got you covered with strength, powerlifting training, conditioning for you functional fitness freaks and sports athletes with the athletic department programming. If you're in the area, SoCal, Los Angeles, specifically Hawthorne, you can access all of that open gym. Come as much as you want, whenever you want, $100. If you don't live in the area, remote access to all the programs available for only $25. I also started private mental performance training. If you want the details for that, send your boy a message. Juan at SortaBrand.com. Oh, I guess it's rolling. Sorta Sessions. Juan G. Margaret Orr. Ramirez? Yeah, Ramirez. Nice. That's Florence. Close Ramirez. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, she's Ramirez. Was. Was. Now she's a G. Mine now. Ours. Together. Team. Anyways. Today, we're going to talk about diving into your passion. Before we start, I promised myself to ask you to sign up for the newsletter. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Got to be on the know what's going on. Sort of HQ. It's not only training stuff. It is this podcast. It is the blog with some training movements. There's a lot of little snippets from media stuff I listen through during the week, podcasts, videos, anything that kind of helps with growth. I'll be putting some music on and to stay up to date for merch. And if you haven't done so, I have no idea where the subscribe button is. Maybe down here so you can keep up with the topics that we talk about every week. Today, we decided to talk about what? Finding your passion, right? Finding your passion, digging into your passion. And this was kind of in my mind brainstorming to where for some reason I was thinking about how bad I was at studying while I was in school and there's little snippets I see of that of like talking to high school uh, athletes and then telling me oh it's kind of boring 
they kind of expect me to do stuff on my own, mm -hmm. which I'm like, now would seem easy. I'd rather have that route, possibly. Uh, and maybe because what I like to learn now has to do with my life and how I make money. What was your experience as a kid studying or like maybe learning how to learn? Okay, so... It's a weird topic, right? How do I learn how to learn? Uh, luckily, I just to learn by just looking at someone else do it and then I could pick up the pattern. Oh, yeah. But then I never really studied K through 12. I barely, I didn't even study college either. It was until afterwards, like now, where I'm like, maybe if I went back and studied... Yeah, do you think it's a child maturity thing? I think so, too. Or an interest thing. It's interesting, too. So I think, I hope we're starting, I mean, I think it'd be more, maybe more helpful if what we try to do as an adult is find something that we really enjoy, passion, and then dive in and get really good at that. Yeah. Right? What if we use that model from late high school into college. In college, I think we try to do that as well. I think it'll be easier. I think if there's a pathway from high school to college, Th then you This know is how this like. is yeah. applied to this. Yeah. Why am I learning math that is theoretical based for something that I'm not going to use? Yeah. But that's the, I failed, I forgot what class it was like, Cal two or something in college twice because I had no interest and it was just like all those theories. I'm yeah. like, bro, I, what? Yeah, no, that happened to me too. Cause like I studied sciences, so I took like chem, bio. Yeah. I didn't like, I was good at them, but I didn't like them. So I was just like, all right, whatever, I'll do this later. And how much do you think you've retained of that? Like a good 10, 15%, just cause I was just like, let me just study to pass the test. Or yeah, like and then as soon as it went out the, the test over, I was like, all right. So my experience was probably similar and I think maybe my strengths are in more non-technical stuff, maybe writing or speaking or presenting or coming up with an idea. And I understand there's different types of humans as well, where it really started to matter. And I guess this is maybe just life experience is when I needed to know stuff for my livelihood. And that mm -hmm. kind of started with training. I need to know training and I never wanted to get caught not, Not knowing. knowing. Okay, that's the worst. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, especially with my ego. And there's this other thing being Latino males and their egos is, is big. Yeah. Uh, so you never want to get caught not knowing. And I want to have conversations with the big dogs. I'm like, y'all want to be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you yeah. and talk about our opinions versus you or someone being my mentor all the time. And I'm, I'm just like, telling you what's telling me what, yeah. I feel uh, so because of that, and I do that now. My strategy is: what is something I currently like? And you're probably you're gonna laugh at this next one. Uh, let me go all in. I I usually just put blinders on for a month, and I learn about this thing, and that's the only thing I care about. I put everything else in life on like automate, and just really go deep into wake up earlier before training, in between sessions, when I get home, just learning about this one thing until I feel like I know it. And usually what happens, I know I'm doing a good job once all the things that I'm reading start to become repetitive. Okay. You're like, yo, I nailed that. Yeah. Uh, do you have any sort of experiences or things that you have dived into? 
Well, I feel like I'm not at your level yet where you're like zoning out. I feel like for me, that's like the typical thing where I'm like, all right, I need to focus on this, but I just can't zone in like full flesh. Yeah. So I feel like I'm working on just doing me versus looking at the outside. Oh, but you can see that. Yeah. Like, I can see that? myself going like, nope, I need to go do this. And it's yeah. just a dedication to being like, I need to go study for the thing I want to learn about. Yeah. So the next thing I want to learn about in this, uh, don't judge me, y'all, is Zach Efron has a show, Down to Earth. Okay. And he did an episode on water. And I'm, I kind of know that water that we drink is kind of like bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like the water, bottled water, one for the earth and plastic. two for the quality. Yeah. And the plastic. And the plastic. And then you're like, uh, just kind of been avoiding it. It's convenient. He went to go talk to bougie people about water. And I found the guy that he went to go talk with. And they have a water course. It's like Find Water 101. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, and it, it's like four hours. I can fucking probably knock that out in a day. Teach you about um, total density of the water. Like the minerals and the taste. Okay. And w different types of water do different types of mm -hmm. things. And my goal, the reason I'm going to do this, I guess it goes back to the, my livelihood, is that I want the fridge here. I want to have a fridge here with all different selections of water and all be bougie water. No plastic bottles. There you go. So like glass bottles, the probably all glass water. bottles. Um, of like, it's just kind of gangster. I'm like, yo, yeah. this shit right here, this is, this, is, this is dope water right here. Yeah, this is the real thing. Uh, so I'll probably have to come back and report on that. But it's little things like that. Uh that keep me interested and i think maybe as i've gotten older i enjoy learning yeah. also as a side note i listen to a lot of podcasts on a hot topic right now is neuroplasticity meaning how we can constantly be learning new stuff with our brain especially mm -hmm. as we get older mm -hmm. an easy example of that as a child it's easier to learn a different language yeah once i think the marker is like 25 we get very set on our ways for survival right mm -hmm. you have all the tools that you need Spending extra energy doing other stuff might cost you. Yeah. We live in a different world now, so it doesn't really matter. But... The biology hasn't... Yeah, but today. but it keeps me on my toes. And having conversations like this keeps me on my toes. And always brainstorming and thinking. Yeah. What um, What is your current passion and how are you diving into it? Well, I like to help people. So that's my passion. So my passion is to help people. Typically, I like working with high schoolers, college students. Yeah. Maybe middle schoolers. Like I teach middle school, but I think like the age range for me is like from 10 and up. Yeah. And I just want to get into their mindset. So I think that's where I'm going yet next. It's like trying to figure out like why does so you're starting to like the psychology. Yeah. Business. So the conversation that we had the other day. Yeah. Really piqued your interest. So yeah, during that the quarantine, one. that was my last zoning in of I'm going to learn. Uh, so I dove into specifically cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. People's train of thought. All right. Not really like complete psychology, but just how like people, yeah, how people map or take stuff, experiences through their senses, create this perception in their head, mm -hmm. and then create a thought and actions behind that. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, because I see a lot of that in the gym and how people, how people show up and how people live mm -hmm. and their pattern of how consistent they are. Yeah. So I, I can see all that. While we're training, no one knows that, but I'm like, kind of like tapping in when I need to tap in or feeling like I need to intercept a thought when I feel like I need to intercept a thought. Uh, and so kind of 
learning to like I, I hate to lose. Yeah, same. So I'm a sore loser. So because of that, I always flip all these situations for me to win. Yeah. Alright, how the fuck do I win here? Uh quarantine. I was like, alright, I win here by getting smarter. Yeah. Let me let me learn more things. So when I come out of it, I can start shooting a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. You know? Definitely. I feel uh, like that's what quarantine did. Either it's the mindset you went either, in with it, right? Yeah, you either got crushed or you're like, right. yo, this is a big opportunity right here. Like let me make use of this time. Yeah, right so here. in a year or two from now we're gonna see who did what, who did good or bad with their time. True. Right, because I feel like I jumped ahead. Mm -hmm. Uh and it allowed me to get a little little snippet of uh psychology and be able to help people's mindset. Yeah. Um, what interests you about youth's mindset that you feel very passionate about? I feel like there's like something you could tap into young when they're younger than when they're older. Cause when they're older, you're already set in their ways. Like you said. Yeah. So, um, I had a principal who used to tell like morning announcements in elementary school. She was like, it's easier to build young men and young women than to rebuild yeah. men and women. And I don't know why that stuck with me. I was just like, okay. Yeah. I was like, shit. Adults was like, are hard. Adults are way harder. Yeah. I like, that's the other challenge. Like, the gym, most of these adults, I'm dealing with adults. I'm yeah. like, yo, I finally just feel comfortable being able to mentor and be there for other adults. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like I just became an adult. I feel you. You know? Uh, kids is a little easier. Like you know the they're more playful. It's like yeah, you know where they're going because of your age, right? Like think about you specifically yeah. talking to a forty or a fifty year old, and you're like, how do I go about this? But at some point, I just break down the behavior. It doesn't really matter the age that they're at. They may they might not have the experiences that I have okay. now. Yeah. And I can kind of help on a different level. And a different perspective. Different always. perspective. Um, and times change. Like, we look at our parents. They think of the world in a certain way. Yeah. Versus definitely. how we do. And we kind of have to teach them, like, that's not how the world works anymore. That's, that's not it. Right. Yeah. Like, the very straightforward, like, like what we're at right now with um, race. And how do we speak uh, about the LGBT community? Yeah. Like, Latinas don't know how to do that. They just ignore it and they're like, all right, like. Yeah, this is, so it's I like, so you, can't be, you can't be talking yeah. about it like that anymore. And you have to view it differently. Uh, tips and tricks for diving into your passion. Do you have any? What can someone maybe take away? I think for me, it's just figuring out what it is. So it's like that one thing that brings you a mental joy. Where you're just like, fuck, I can't see myself doing anything else besides this. Yeah. I, and I think it's okay. I think kids maybe get discouraged to, hey, don't really specialize in that yet. And I think the thing is too, like... You know, let them let go. Let them go. But then it's also too, I think people focus too much on making money aspect of it. Yeah. Or they deter themselves from doing something that they love because they're afraid of not being successful enough. If and then anyone can be an example... Thing, right? Let me be an example for you. Like, me going into fitness after school, after going to college, was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I, I think I got this. My passion is going to bleed through, and I'm going to make it. Yeah. Uh, so don't be afraid of that. Whatever it is, dive into it. Dive into it. Yep. Try a bunch of shit. Fail not, at a bunch of shit. Yeah, failure is important. You got to eat Fail. Try, try. I... I would say this, whatever the thing is, 
choose what the end goal is. And once you get there, you can decide to continue or not. So I did a lot of stuff where I got it to the finish line and I said, I don't like this. I became an EMT, was on an ambulance, going to calls, picking up dead people. But y'all don't like this. I'm out. Yeah, and it's just figuring that out. Like, that's what I did, too, in college. I studied um, science. I was in my lab. I finished through college, and I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. And I was like, it's not me. It's not for me. Do you think it matters what age you are in being able to dive into different stuff? No, I think you should be able to change your career at any point or, like, dive into your passion at any point. It's like, it's not going to, for some people, it comes really young. So yeah. someone might want to go into entertainment like at 10 years old and they know that for a fact. And some people it takes a couple more years or you might even be 40 and be like, you know what? This is what I actually like. Fuck it. Let me go do this. Yeah. But I think it's like layered pressure though. It's a just, little bit. Right? Well, I was starting to view it as like, well, at some point you also have to be an adult and be able to pay your bills. Yeah, that's true. Right? But... If maybe you really dive into being really good at something, you might also take away skills. Because now I feel like I have a lot of skills. I could transfer to something that's not, like not being a doctor or an accountant, not, nothing that's technical, mm -hmm. but I bring a lot of experience into yeah. it. And I can, whatever the thing is, it doesn't really matter, I can learn it as long as it's not highly technical. Yeah, that's true. Right? The learning curve is there. So, I mean, every job has a learning curve. So, if you're passionate or able to learn it then you should be able to do it yeah and i think that the things that matter more for me is like how do you communicate yeah what are your people skills that's true <laughs> and how what is your professionalism and how you show up to work yeah learning how to use a computer in a specific program that's going to take you no time yeah because you're already open but you to that mindset like if you don't know how to communicate like network and like show up it doesn't matter then where it doesn't matter because then people are going to be like all right like this is the person Try a bunch of things, fail at a, a bunch of things. At some point, whatever piques your interest, find a goal, go all in, learn about it. Margaret, that's all I got. Yep. You got any other no, takeaways? Remember, subscribe, sign up to the newsletter. We'll keep bringing you fire.